Thank you for listening to the Make Things Better podcast. In today's episode, I was joined by Neil Byers, the founder and leader of Work From Hub. We've been working with Neil to turn his vision of these hubs into a reality. And in this episode, we got to hear more about Work From Hub, Neil's long-term vision, and how the project has gone so far. So thanks a lot for listening, and I do hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Make Things Better podcast. Today I have Neil Byers on the show. He is the owner of Work From Hub and we're going to be talking a little bit about Work From Hub and how that all came about today. So welcome on Neil, how are you doing today? I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, I've had a good week. It's Friday, the sun's shining, the wind isn't blowing. So yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Yeah, it's good to hear. And it is nice to actually have a bit of warmth because I think today was the first time I've been outside and... I know this sounds crazy, but I actually walked outside with just my top on for a little while, like nothing yeah. else. Usually I'm wrapped up in about seven layers. So yeah, it's it's all good. Um, so I wanted to ask you, first of all, how did Work From Hub actually come about? Like, how did that actually start? Yeah, and it's been, I guess, in my mind for a long time. So a lot of my background is in transport planning and helping people understand what cities will look like in the future. And almost the starting point of transport planning is reducing the need to travel. So stop people having the need to move around uh, so that you can free up space for everybody else who needs it. And that means you don't need to build as much infrastructure. So that was always part of my profession and what I did. And then as I moved to being independent, um, there was this opportunity to actually deliver something myself and step into uh, step into and deliver a service. It's something I've always wanted to do is have my own product and my own service. And COVID hit and everybody all of a sudden was working from home. And what I, what I kind of noticed was that remote working had happened in offices already. People are already communicating through kind of Skype and things like that as it was at the time. And that was changing all, all the time. All of a sudden, everybody was working at home and all the technologists went forward massively so quickly. Zoom, Teams, everybody all of a sudden knew how to log on. They didn't know how to unmute themselves but everybody knew how to log on. So I just saw this opportunity to say, wait a second, working from home kind of works, but it doesn't work all the time. And my experience of cafes and co-working spaces, they're like amazing places to work from, but not when you just need to get your head down and do something. So it just seemed like there was this thing that was missing from the world about somewhere where you could go and just be really focused. Mm. And that kind of combining my kind of expertise and just wanting to create something myself, it was the opportunity to create work from hub and, and deliver something in the real world that says, that's mine, that's my idea. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. I think one thing that's really nice about the hubs is that you don't have as much background noise and as much like distractions as well, because I've worked in a lot of cafes. I find it hard to work just in my like bedroom the whole time like I just live in a studio and it's like quite difficult to concentrate just you know in four walls the same four walls that you like sleep in but in the work from hub you don't have all the distractions like you could do in a cafe as you say especially if you're going to go in like a a meeting or something um as people are often doing now because they're working remotely so do you think this would have came about if it wasn't for the pandemic I think it was happening. Mm. I think it's just the, the scale and the pace of it has changed massively. So I think people, particularly people who have big offices, 
have already been looking to downsize the space that they need and hot desking was becoming more and more of a thing where you'd have a 0.8 of a desk per person or something like that so everybody knew that you wouldn't be in the office more of the time and actually having a better work-life balance and well-being has become a much more important thing even before the pandemic hit well-being became much more of an important issue for employers and employees to get the best people you need to provide the best facilities and flexibility was always important and now it's just gone through the roof in terms of how important it is so I think it would have been there but actually just the scale of change that's just been accelerated by by COVID has, has meant that it's even more important and yeah. even more useful than it than it probably would have been without COVID but the, the kind of foundations were already there it just happened much more quickly. Yeah and where are the hubs at the moment and do you want to tell us actually first of all I probably should have asked this earlier but like what are what is work from hub yeah sure so it's it's basically a bookable space near to where you live that you can you can go you can work there all day half a day and basically just a space that's away from your home and away from your office that you can go in and just focus and get some work done it's it's a place we, we basically want to make remote working a happier and more fun way of, of working and also somewhere where you can be more productive so it's a space it's about 2.2 meters squared about pretty precisely yeah Um, (laughs) about (laughs) 2.2 meters squared (laughs) but it's just really comfortable so i think one of the things that we saw when we were looking at different solutions is there's lots of um almost like phone booth style uh, things out there and what we wanted is somewhere where you can you can stand up you can stretch your legs you can walk around a little bit pace around if you really need to um, but have a space that you're in control of and it's just calm. Like the, the vision I have in my head is that you've got chaos going on in your world and it's just a chaotic picture. You step through the door and the door shuts and then all of a sudden everything's calm. Yeah. It's quiet and relaxed and you can just get on with what you want to do. And that's what we're trying to create with Work From Hub where you can just take all the chaos out of your day, come and work in our space for as long as you need it and just have a, have a good day and then get, get back to the chaos and whatever it is you need to do. Yeah, so I tried out a hub a couple of weeks ago and I've got to admit the kind of thing that came to my mind was a little bit like I'd been transported away into like a, a spaceship. That's the kind of feel I had yeah. when I went in and that it was quite nice. Um, it is something very unique and quite different. Um, and do you want to tell us a little bit about the kind of transport side of it all and how that kind of comes into the locations that you're placing these hubs, if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So one of the things that was really important to us is that we attract people out of their bedrooms and kitchen tables and things like that, but into neighbourhoods and communities and facilities that haven't been used. And a key part of that was around attracting people back to public transport by locating the hubs near public transport facilities like train stations and suburban interchanges and park and rides and things like that so massive spaces big big car parks that are just empty because nobody's using them anymore and what we wanted to do is just totally reimagine what happens with those spaces but make sure we locate what we do near other things that people want to use so public transport interchanges cafes shops leisure centers those kind of opportunities where you, you want to do some work but you also need to do something else so trying to find those locations that are near to where people live and near to other facilities so that you're out of your home space or out of that kind of environment and back into still where you live, but, but not in your home. And it's, it's finding those places that, that have that kind of availability for you. So you can do more than one thing in one place, but you've got somewhere to go to to be productive. And it's finding that balance that's, that's really important for us. Yeah. 
and I think that is quite important to kind of get people out into the local communities because you could, you know, go and work in a hub and then you'd have to probably have your lunch if you was out all day. So then you'd maybe go somewhere local and grab a bite to eat or whatever. And you're still outside the house, but you're away from the office, which is going to be needed now for a lot of people. So it's really important stuff. Um, where did, so obviously we have like the pandemic and you've probably been thinking about this idea for a little while, but was there any like, moment where you're like okay i'm definitely going to do this like yeah i think it was uh it was probably the new year so it was the crit when was it 2020 so end of 2019 start 2020 starting a new year thinking what am i going to make of this year i think that was probably it saying so the, you know, an idea kicks around your head and it's, it's just like right this year i'm going to do something that i've not done before so the year before set up independently the next year to set up work from others as a second business so yeah it was that almost attacking the new year with something new kind of moment um, and bringing it to life and it was it was just an idea kicking around my head then it was probably a powerpoint presentation just trying to get ideas down and say what is this thing yeah and then it probably took until try to remember it's probably until the summer until we actually had a real hub in the real world and that was amazing that moment where we had a real thing that landed that was it used to be in here then it was on a powerpoint presentation and now it's a real thing that was that was amazing yeah have you faced any challenges throughout the pandemic in terms of setting the business up um i guess not really or not obviously because the nature of the business being remote is part of what we do um, yeah. so it, it kind of lends itself and, and we're used to working remotely and using the kind of technology and facilities i guess not being able to get the team together um, on a regular basis was was a bit limiting so we created a, the team from scratch so we started with just me and now we've got two graduates working in the business and it took probably four, four or five months to, for me to be able to meet the graduates face to face which as a, a leader, is it worked and it was okay, but actually having a bit of time in real life like, like we are now, yeah. it made a massive difference. So, so that was probably the trickiest thing. And also working with Hive, you know, we, we didn't really meet you guys and, until quite a long time into the pandemic. So it works remotely because a lot of the stuff we were doing was kind of tech and app-based. So a lot of that is done online and that's the way to work. But actually sometimes just meeting and being able to scribble on the board and get ideas out quickly works a lot better in person. Yeah, absolutely. And what's your long-term vision for Work From Hub then? Oh, it's going to be everywhere. The story I'm going to tell myself is that it's kind of, it's the new BT phone box. Mm. So you, it will be not necessarily on every street corner, but you'll know that it's everywhere. You'll recognise it and you'll be able to get it anywhere. And it will always be the kind of the brand that people recognise as creating these spaces. So yeah, it's, that's that's where it's going to be. So you think you'll grow outside of the UK then over the next few years? Yeah, the plan? I think that's. I think the, the thing that we that we recognise is that the problem we're solving isn't a UK problem; it's yeah. a people problem. Everybody, everybody who works in an office that can work remotely will be experiencing exactly the same challenges no, no matter where you live. There'll be different challenges in different places. So one of the things that we want to do is connect with our communities and neighbourhoods. And every time we move to a new, even within the UK, that community, that neighbourhood will be different. It will have different opportunities and challenges. So we can't just go into every single place and say, this is what we do. This is how we do it and do it the same every single time. 
some things will always need to be the same so people can recognise it, but it's understanding what that place needs as much as what we do and making sure we fit those things together. So particularly as we go kind of into other countries, that will create some interesting challenges that we probably haven't even thought of yet. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's really exciting to hear. Um, and I think it is something that's definitely really scalable. I can't imagine this being around the world um, because it fills a need that a lot of people are going to have and that need's only going to increase as more and more companies do choose to go completely remote, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we read a report the other day and it's, I think, 10% of the jobs put out were fully remote, which is crazy. I mean, we, we, we're moving back into being able to work in offices and getting back to kind of more like full occupancy or people can do that but people are choosing to do that and employers are responding to it as well so yeah it's a it's it's a time where we kind of know that everything's changed and we don't quite know how it's going to settle down and that's an opportunity for us to just shape what that looks like by providing a different solution to people and almost creating that behavior rather than just waiting for it to settle down and working with it. Yeah, absolutely. And is there any plans for the, your next hubs? Obviously, we have one at Sheffield Interchange at the moment. Yeah, so we're just in discussions to get three additional locations in South Yorkshire, pretty close to getting that done. Um, and they'll be opening in time for the launch of the app in April. So we've got two really exciting things happening this year. So that's going to be really cool to kind of bring those two things together and genuinely start creating a network of hubs. Uh, and putting them near communities as well. So the interchange is fantastic because it's right in the heart of the city. It's a great location for us, but we also want to be near to where people live. So so the other locations are out in communities and out in interchanges and, and park and rides where they can connect with other, other opportunities and links as well. So yeah, some exciting news on that and we'll be putting various things out as we go and we get more things agreed and probably some hubs landing and lots of pictures and things like that we'll be showing people. So yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Sounds like exciting times. It must be quite like an exciting time for you right now, you know, starting off this business that you've probably wanted to do for a long time. And, you know, it just sounds like it's kind of growing from strength to strength, right? Yeah, it, it definitely is. But I'm really impatient as well. So, so it's, it's one of those things where it's all happening quickly, but doesn't feel like it is um mm. and yeah i mean we, we get there and we have as many challenges as we do opportunities and there's there's definitely those days where i kind of wake up and go i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> like so, so many things that i'm doing are, are totally new to me um but i just speak to great people get advice from others and, and try and learn as much as i can on the way because yeah that's that is exciting to, to just take on a totally new challenge and see if you can make it happen yeah, and even with like the technology involved, there's a lot of things there which I'm sure, well, I'm talking about me, but like I definitely have not come across a lot of the tech, so I don't know if you have before, but when I was looking at all the tech being used, there's, you know, about eight or nine different different platforms that Hive are using to integrate some of the technology to make these clubs work. So is, that yeah. some of, is some of that quite new to you as well? Oh, t- totally new. Yeah, and that's why kind of the team I've been amazing because the kind of advice that I get I wouldn't be able to I mean I can google it for ages and I would probably never find the right answer so so yeah it's been it's been really good and being able to rely on people to be able to bring skills to the team and help us do stuff is, is amazing I mean <laughs> there was a fun point I think during before our first pilot where I had a router and an access point and a satellite in my office and I don't think I'd ever played with that kind of hardware before so I had three manuals open and Google trying to figure out how to make all these things talk to each other. 
And I just thought, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know about this stuff. I know it, like, I can f- probably figure it out. I'll probably read everything logically and figure it out, but why, what am I doing? I just need to speak to somebody who knows how to do this stuff. And I did, and it worked. So, so yeah, there's moments like that when you try and do everything yourself and then go, yeah, I should probably get somebody who knows how to do this to do it instead. So, yeah, th- those kind of lessons are always good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's nice to finish on that note because I'm sure, like, everyone at Hive's been really um, grateful to be involved in this project. I think we've loved the whole collaboration as well. Um, so, my final question, and this is one that I ask, I think, every guest, is a, it's a bit more obscure and you can interpret it how you like, but... What can people do to make things better? What can people do to make things better? I think look out for each other. I think that's the that's the thing that you notice more and more. You know, it kind of links back to kind of working from home and people being a bit more isolated than they have been before, and just asking people if they're okay and asking them twice because usually the first answer is yeah or something kind of vague, but actually trying to really find out if people are okay and, and supporting them where you can. I think it's really important. So. I think that's being being inquisitive and trying to find out about people is really important, and that's how you make things better by really understanding what's going on and really understand not just the problems but the challenge, the opportunities as well. Because there's always ways to help people mm. in a positive way. Um, so that's I think that's that's the important thing to do. Yeah, that's a great answer. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Neil. Um, it's been great having you. Where can people find you and work from home? Yeah, so we're on LinkedIn, uh, work from hub or workfromhub.co.uk. Follow us, follow me as well. You'll, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, those are probably the best places to find us. Awesome. Thanks so much. I hope everyone watching or listening has enjoyed this podcast and I hope you have a great rest of your day.